G'day boys, welcome to the Coach and Tex. How are we fellas? I feel good this time. You made it mate, you followed the instructions. A massive blow to the body last time visiting the den. And no symptoms from you two at all. No text or calls, nothing. That's not true Shano, I think you know that. Um, as for you Tex, um, we were actually leading you down there first, hoping that you might go A over T first. I, I just want to put you on notice, I'm up and about tonight, I'm off the long run. I've done my resi arch and I'm up and about. Oh yeah? Mm. Excellent. Well, what are you excited about? Did Wimbledon get you up and about? Yeah. It Bloody did. Oath. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Did really? Did pound out first and put the alarm on, mm. got up, watched the whole match. He's a star, curious. Mate, super game, a great game. Only three breaks to serve for the whole match. Three and a half hours of tennis. Huge. Great tennis. And, and everyone bangs on about his demeanour. I, I almost was going to go there for the tirade later, but um, people forget he pulls people through the gate to watch tennis, whether it's over there in the UK or Australia sitting up late to watch him. So oh, I love watching him, and I thought he, he played a great game of tennis. Hmm. Unfortunately, he came up against one of the all-time greats. The, yeah. the anti-vaxxer. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, He's not going into the States, is he? Apparently, has he been um, knocked back from there as well? Yeah, mm -hmm. he'll have a long break now. So, and in, I don't know if he gets back into Australia next year, but uh, mm, we might not see him in the majors. Actually, I think, he, I think he'll be allowed. No, no, he's allowed back in now. I'm pretty sure that, that they've, oh, they've, 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 yeah, yeah, they've, they've so stopped all those in. restrictions now. Don't need a show. No. Well, it's all over the place, Tex, just like those relaxation of, um, of mm. the... Um, of the COVID regulations around the place, and now they're wanting to ramp them back up again. Honestly, mm. I don't know how the world's gone mad, but we'll talk more about that later on. Oh, you've been away. Hey? You've been away. Mate. How the, was your uh, holiday? Hey, Turtle TV. It wasn't a holiday, mate. Huh. It was all work, oh. um, particularly with um, our northern correspondent, who, who I put on notice that he's going to need to come back with some much more interesting fodder. Uh, for the for the podcast, otherwise um, we may have to replace him. There are people applying for the gig. Now that we know that um, Mr. Flynn's up there as well, There's mind you, I ran into him at the Krispy Kreme stand there at um, Brisbane Airport, mate. Um, they out of stock? Couldn't get a look in edgewise. It was like lining up at the buffet with, um, what's his name from Simmons, we're, all we're, those years ago. We're going to get to the detail later of what you witnessed up there, that shit show. But how long were you actually in the state for? You no, no, no. You know, I got up there on um, Thursday uh, for okay. work up yep. in Brisbane, and and then much to my um, um, joy, I was um, made a guest of honour at a particular establishment mm. there, uh, and it was um, a, good, a good little bit of fun. Unfortunately, the result didn't go our way, but anyway. Did I, the family come travel? No, mate. I, I was up there oh. for work. So Jack yeah. didn't come up later. No, mate. Oh. No, no, no. That the the, um, uh, <clears throat> the work experience kid had um, had work to do. Right. Yes. Mm. Um, Shano, how's the? We've we got to get check in now. A few weeks now. How, how's the nappy changing? Are you back in, back in training? I haven't lost my skills with that. Now. Haven't you? No, nah, it's so easy to do. I love doing it. And little Bobby loves it too. He yeah. just relaxes. Oh. He relaxes so much that Mrs. Morph was rib, rib tickling him, and um, you got, got a bit of um, back door action that yeah, um, our old mate Tex is famous for. <laughs> Bit of gas release. Yeah. <laughs> it's easy. To, you, how could you possibly? It's the the disposable nappy, is it? That he's using. Yes. Oh well. How, did you ever go when your kids were being brought up with a cloth nappy when you had to stick the pin in and maybe if they were crying too much you deliberately give them a little stab in the hip? Or was that just me? Well, now we know about you. Yeah. Don't we? Yeah. Can you? Is get that the, why your daughters don't talk to you? Oh, they'll be scarred if they knew the truth of it. No, no, we yes. had disposable nappies because we become a disposable. Yes, you know, mate. When when they uh, let loose and they follow through. 
It goes everywhere. It's up every little crack. So we've, what we've you, encouraged what you him to keep wearing it when he comes here, mate, just in case he yeah. follows through. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when he comes off the long run. I'm off the long run tonight, but it's all going well, is it? He's yeah. well. Yeah, he's well. His mum's Six well. Weeks, His yeah. grandmother's well. Beautiful. Have you been out to see the Dingo's play yet, mate? No, no. We've signed him up. Old Uncle Matt. Dingleyoski, 2028. 20, Get in early, mate. The queues are pretty yeah. long there. I, I didn't tell you this. I saw the Dingo's on Sunday. The, is it the Masters? They were playing the game after Millie. Is oh, it the right. Masters? The yeah. over, whatever is it? Over... Super Fools. Yeah, what's that? Over 40s or... Well, Super Fools is 35. So yeah, over 35. it would have been Masters, now. I think, is over 50. No, nah, these would have been over 35s, I think. Yeah, Super Fools. Mm. Yeah. How'd they go? Didn't, didn't, didn't hang, hang around? around. No. no. So, no speaking, you didn't want to play? Nope. So speaking of taking Bobby over there, did um, at that particular game, was there any problems around the dingo taking the baby, mate? Oh, very good, mate. Well, it's something you better work. <laughs> Move on. Yeah, no, okay, fair enough. So, now, Curios in London wasn't the biggest news coming out of um, England, was it, Tex? Oh. No. Somebody uh, stood down, didn't they? Well, look, let's just say he read the room, albeit late. But, um, Jesus. Who, Big who, BJ. He did it his way, let's just say that. <laughs> Whoa. He's got a comb over that you'd be happy with. Oh, he, I love him. I actually quite liked him. I'm not, how do you think um, hmm. it would have gone as he's, I presume, uh, Richard Stockman will know this, but, um, oh, by the way, is there some local activity going on in our area from in, Richard? Yeah. Uh, I guess he had to go out and tell the Queen he was stepping down and resigning. Correct. Absolutely. So imagine he's headed out there with the fuzzy hair and she thinks he's a drunk and... The country's in disarray. She's right, though, isn't she? That would well, be the one thing she's actually right on. In the Can you end, imagine that meeting of the minds? The drunk with the senile... I don't say, knock the Queen, mate. Hey? Don't go knocking no, no, the Queen. No, no, publicly I'll be knocking her right <laughs> now, mate. I mean, you won't be knocking the Queen. Hey. He, had, he had minister after minister resign, and in the end they said, mate, you've got to get out of here, and, and he did. So I actually haven't followed it that closely. Is that like Dan? Um, with his minister? He's just, Andrews? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's about to happen. He's going to follow those ministers, you think? Well, I think there's you think some, what, there'll be some nervous moments for Comrade Dan. Similar to the ones that old um, he's too JF stubborn. had, mate. He's too stubborn, mate. He's too arrogant. He well, I'll tell you what, move, we, I, know, I know Boris has had it tough, but, but he's not doing it as hard as Shinzo Abe. Wasn't that the other big story? Well, he's not doing it hard at all. Wow, well, we... I mean, bastard. Now, what you've got to like about the Japs, they won't muck around. They got a hold of that bloke. Not, not of this, oh, we couldn't find the gunman, like what happens in America every five minutes. They found him, all right. He's about 15 metres away. Well, they they might have hired him, They the may have hired him. Well, God. That's you just a, won't that's see a him again. Story. That's a big story. I'm not sure that's bigger than Jack Ginevan, mate, with his head on tackles, but we'll, 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 we'll get to him. Dare I say it, we'll tackle that one a little bit later. Well, what about the next item here on the run sheet? Are you fair income? Well, mate, we've just come out of it. It's, I think, um, what, what was the um, the catch cry? I don't know. Hey? He, he uh, test. No. What did you do in NADOC week? Either of you. Well, I went to a well, particular... Around work. Yeah. The yep. yep. A, big, a big retailer had a, um, um, a, a supplier forum that I attended. Yeah. Did they reference it? Yes, absolutely. Oh, politically yeah. correct. And also they had a, an acknowledgement. Oh. Um, and, and they had... A staff member um, from Indigenous background actually get up and talk about what NAIDOC Week means and what it was, what it meant to them to work for that, their particular company and the fact that they supported such initiatives. 
Well, if they I were thought seri- they actually handled it pretty well. If they were serious about NADOC week, they should have said just come in and steal something off the shelves because that's what typically. I think happens. the line was get up, stand up, um, shout out, or get up, stand up. Um, uh, I, I would have liked to have been get up, stand up, and shut up. NADOC week, it, it, it is the most. Don't, don't, it didn't change any of our lives. It's it's just. It's. It's that irrelevant. I don't even know what's. Did men's health week change your life in the week that it occurred? No, that's that's a genuine uh, concept that touches the hearts and minds of the majority of Australian people. In fact, the majority of people around the world. Not NADOC week. What does it stand for? Okay. National um, Aboriginal uh, Indigenous. That's near national. Yeah, so we we don't even know that change. <laughs> Come on, mate, you don't know every acronym either. I think that's... Descending um, original is. culture or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so what is it? Does it happen at the same time every year? You just asked what it is. Yes, correct. Mm. Big episode, Tex. Huge. Uh, yeah, so you, you're ready to go. You got oh. the... What about the Australians last night in that in that test match? Oh, you see the that, did they see they crumbled? 151. Yeah. A bit like Richmond's last quarter, but... What would they have to Steve Smith for? Hey? What's he done? Oh, Steve Smith, mate. Do um, some yeah, he's he's got similar tendencies to to Scott Pendlebury, mate. Very selfish as a as a captain, mate. They're um, deciding to use up all the um, the appeals that you can, you know, oh. the decision and all that. He's plot, mate. Um, halfway up, hit in front of middle stump, and he goes, "Oh no, I'll appeal that." And poor old Manus didn't didn't sort of like say, "Hey, hey, Stevie, I think you might just want to take a walk." Ah, too close relationship. Well, I don't know about that. No, no, but one rule. For, but him and Warner use use them up right away. Uh, and they're two of the more selfish blokes going around, aren't they? Warner is. And who's oh, your one? Steve Smith, you know, we were just talking about. Yeah, no. Right? Well, yeah, I, while I, you're doing a search there, mate. No, I switch off. What, what I was, was going to do is just text. made me think that it hasn't made the run sheet tonight because you've hijacked it again. But Scott Pendlebury plays his 350th game this Saturday. That is an outstanding achievement by any footballer. Now, Shane, if you want to get involved in tonight's episode, and you want to get online, where do our where do what our do fans go? Online? Twitter, mate. Oh, Twitter. Yeah. Ah, the coach and text. I don't know the online thing. Welcome aboard, lads. Now, it, it's been a massive, well, it hasn't really been a massive week in footy, but it's been a big day. Big 24 hours. Old um, Noblay has um, has been given the old ta-ta, made to walk the plank um, in one of the more embarrassing press conferences, I would have thought. Um, views? Initial thoughts? Well, it's, just, it's, a regular, it's a regular occurrence down at that club. It's just been going on for too long now. And nothing, nothing seems to change. Root cause? I think there's too many routes to put a, a cause no, on no, it, so to speak. There's one committee, cause, mate. committee, board, potentially. Oh, recruiters, three recruiters, they just left. Okay, I'll board. give you a clue. Currently working at the AFL. No. What? You're Six Brad. Acres brother, mate. Brad Scott. Uh, don't. Brother, brother Brad. Don't give buy me a spell, that. mate. He, Coach them to a he reports to a committee and a board. So if they thought he wasn't up to the standard they required, make the move. And if they didn't, 
then it's on them. They did, and then they've doubled down with two so, four, four selections. Well, actually, I'm not sure Noble is necessarily that bad. I don't think that um, the the setup there was conducive. It's not a it's not a setup. It would appear based off those three recruiters who who pulled the pin a couple of weeks ago um, as well. So there's a fair bit of turmoil. Um, you've got Brady Rawlings running the football department. He's Gibbons. been there forever. No, no, he hasn't. He only, he only came over from West Coast, I think, when Reece Shaw got the gig. Now, that's was, killed... Wasn't he there prior to that? Sorry, wasn't he there prior to that? Though? I reckon he got he announced prior to that, mate. And, and came back. Oh, well, well, he played there, obviously. Who, no, was, no, in, no, who was in Ben Amafio's role before Ben Amafio? Um, Carl Delina, I think it was. Oh, yeah, okay. So the rot sitting there, I think this is, uh, I'd be fair to say this is fact now. Amafio is um, old mate Brayshaw's appointment because I think there's, because Amafio comes out of the that media mob. Yeah, um, I think that Triple M. M. Yeah, yeah. Ross Stereo, I think it was. Yeah. So the, the start of the decline of the club was towards the end of Ben Buckley's reign. No, 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 it started well before that, mate. Well, he was there for a while. But yeah. even if you talk about recency... They, they, whatever you say about Brad Scott, he coached them to a prelim. That's not a bad effort. One year. Yeah, but that's where he left them. No, I think, right, he, I think he actually coached them to two no. prelims over, over his whole journey. Yeah. Um, but he loaded up. And, and now that they've started using the draft, I think that I heard about, the, I listened to this um, the other day, and, and it, there's like this big gap in the last four or five years of, mm. of Brad's Rain because they kept topping up with, with blokes like freaking Jared White and um, Polek and all those. I mean, that was all done on his watch. Um, and well, it's a, it's a bad place. Like it's it's a bad club in the last four years. What they say? Four coaches in five years. Yeah, who the, who's the fourth one? Well, is that the one who's interim, about the, the one who's in, interim between Scott and Shaw? Yeah, no, no. no Reese was the interim, and they appointed him. Permanently, remember? Oh, they no, fell in love with the interim. Scott, they must be talking about the new no, bloke who's taken over today, Lee Adams. That's the fourth bloke. Okay. Well, they, they stuffed up the reshore thing, and they've had to pay for that in many ways. Mm-hmm. They wrecked that individual's life, it'd be fair to say, in, in a COVID well, it year. It seems like he's of, thriving in Gold Coast, mate. Well, yeah, but there was a deal done there, you know, because I think there was a sense of responsibility to keep the guy involved in the game because he was just totally unsupported by that footy club. The results on field were poor. You pay peanuts, you get monkeys. They went after an untried, cheap coach who has performed misery. I do agree with Ben Amafio today. It's a performance-based business. So the right thing to do, sadly, for him is to probably sack him. Now the attention again turns to, well, what do they do next? He shouldn't be the only one to go. Those players should be embarrassed who sat there and watched his exit interview and other people around David Noble, around the board table and around the management table absolutely should be embarrassed equally. But do, they we, won't do we think, looking at the North Melbourne list, Slash team that play every weekend, that they would they could perform any better against against or with a different coach. Possibly, I think I think the names that get bandied around I think would produce better results. And they've got a couple, not many. They've got two or three players, players like Cunnington, who who weren't in the side over the last few weeks that would get in. But they're still a long way off it. I mean, mm. Jesus Christ couldn't coach them into the eight. I wouldn't have thought. No. Oh. But they get what they deserve and they've just become... They're, they're, they are, I don't like to see any club on its knees. That club's been on its knees for a long time. They're, they're a long, long way off 
the rest of the competition. I mean, the ladder tells you that. Imagine being a member there. Kaiko goes, goes there next year. They're not going to get much better results. Than well, what do you agree now. it takes four years? Someone said today, I can't remember who said it, it's, it's, a, it's a better four-year program typically is enough to take a club from the bottom to being highly competitive. Would you agree with that? It depends who they pick up from a list point of view. Mm. So, you know, they pick up the number one, number two yeah. in drafts. So they get a couple of experienced players yeah. that want to move across. Uh, maybe. So, but, like, what was their initial conversation when Dave Noble had come on? Probably the same. Four year? Probably the well, same as it was with Rui Shaw. hasn't even made two years and they got rid of him. Yeah. So... They're in a world of pain. I don't know how they're going to recover. Well, like, they have to get an experienced you, coach, don't they? I think you've got a pretty experienced yeah, coach yeah. in there. And I hear, I hear um, Ross Lyon say to any coach who wants, you know, back yourself in, but that, I, I just can't see them appointing a first-time coach this time around. Personally, I think Adam Simpson would be the, the clear favourite now. I think that works for West Coast. I think it works for North Melbourne. It's a bit of a lifeline for him. But whoever coaches that club is going to need multiple people around them, assistant coaches, list managers, recruiters. But that's what a senior guy would would actually do, I think, mate. They, yeah, they, they would actually, they, they'd be smart enough to say, I need this, 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 and this. And I think for North now, they've got no choice but to listen. The other thing is, I think they're a club that's poorly influenced by coteries, and a lot of that's off the back of um, inability to generate sustainable funding. Um, so, you know, all these heavy hitters in the background, who, who, the same names all the time would come in, and, and some of the ex-players too, they just wield way too much influence. So until you can cut yourself loose of that and become a bit more professional in terms of the way you run your footy club, I think you're going to be in pro- you're going to have problems around that. You know, this stuff around one of the coterie members um, making noise about, forget what the CEO, whether he's good or not, but when that stuff starts coming out, um, you've got um, an inexperienced chairperson um yeah um, she wasn't overly impressive today was she she said they had a good you say she said they've got a very special very good very special group yeah uh, talent or something along those and it's just laughable what i don't know why why you'd say that like as an experienced business person when you come in there and, and what was the problem with just saying when they tried to hide around the fact that apparently they quoted they were quoted as saying they won't make any decisions until the review's complete yet They've pulled a pin on old, um, old, uh, old mate Noble. Uh, well, sadly, common sense has prevailed. Then. No, no, that, that's okay. But why not then just say, listen, it just became unsustainable. So we moved early and we want to be up there uh, and competing with other clubs who, who are going to be searching for, for the best, best candidate available. What are, what are people going to say? Oh, shit, actually, that's what, the, that's what we all thought they were doing. So rather than lie and put some spin around it, um, just freaking say that and, and, and watch them get off your back. My view is that it was always a plan, that Dave Noble was never going to last. As soon as they said review, that's it, he's gone. He's out. And you well, talk- that doesn't happen all the time, though, mate. But mid-year like this? Like no, no, in, so in, in terms of other clubs. Well, Essendon yeah, are doing whatever, a review. Yeah, but how many other clubs are doing the reviews? Right? You're, we're aware of. No, no, so when Richmond did their review, they retained Hardwick. Yeah, no, but, um, right, but right now, what other clubs are doing reviews that we're aware of that I haven't heard of any other club? Essendon. Those two. Yeah, I think Essendon, that's it. I'm but assuming the good clubs G- are keeping GWS house. would be doing a review now, but they haven't even stated it that way. So way. they make it public. You don't hear about any other club. 
There's a reason for we, it. We've said, and people knock us for this, we've said for a while they're, they're the embarrassment of the competition, they're uncompetitive, they should be the team that gets marched down to Tasmania because they're becoming irrelevant. It's not going to help them go to Tassie, though. How's it going to help them go but, to Tasmania? But, but sadly, they would arguably be at their lowest point, I think, and we do talk about recency bias. I mean, they were a real struggling club at times, like, like many clubs have been, but this is embarrassing for them. They're, they're a long way off everything. I think the right decision was made to sack him, actually, given the current market. You have to do what you said. Put yourself out there, say it's not working. It's what they do next is important. I thought he handled himself from the limited bit I saw. He's saying that he um, wants to remain in footy. He's not Robinson Crusoe, David Noble, tonight. Very sure Tim Watson, plenty of other blokes who have had a crack at coaching and failed miserably. James Hurd. James Hurd, yeah. So, I don't know. They get what they deserve, and I think they've got what they deserve in this case. I feel for their supporters and members. No, not really. Um, moving right along, though, um, yeah. on a more positive spin, biggest performer for the year in terms of clubs? Who, who's been the outstanding performer for you? I mean, they don't have to be the top club. They don't have to be... So in terms of improvement or above expectation or... Um, Shana? You're... Well, right now, I mean, Collingwood and Carlton are the, the two that are sitting on top of that in that area, I think. Um, comparing to last year, like Collingwood won six games. They've won 11 already with six games to go. Carlton won eight last year and on 11 at the moment so and they're performing quite consistently as well so I think they're the two standouts and you know the Suns I think are doing well um, not as good as those two clubs but they are performing quite well so for me they're the, they're the two outstanding teams at the moment Frio? Um, no, no well Frio won 10 games last year and they've won 10 games so far this year so 12 they're 12 and 4 Rio. Mm-hmm. 12 and They're four. on 48 points, I think. Yep. Equal top with Geelong and Melbourne. Mm. That's okay. Shane doesn't do the research. You don't want to embarrass him now. Text. Jesus <laughs> Christ, mate. He's a, he's a colleague, mate. For, for, One of the rare times you've done that. Yeah. So they're on par for last year at the moment. So, no, I think they're the two teams, Collingwood and Carlton. Fremantle, clearly, for me. They're, they're right now, after 16 rounds, percentage off top spot. No one saw that coming except maybe me. <laughs> You're the same, the same person who thought that the Bulldogs would repeat and um, Port Adelaide would be up there again as well. So, that, so one out of three ain't bad. And Collingwood's Colling, the other one. I think yeah. Collingwood have genuinely been yeah. a surprise. Yeah. I, I think Collingwood are, are big, because I, I think people were expecting for our on a trajectory. I think they were expecting, uh, everyone expected Carlton um, to, to improve. And I think um, Voss has added, added a whole heap of credibility. They're getting players back now, mate. They're, um, in a season where it's really open, um, don't be surprised if, if they're if they're thereabouts right at the end. Mm. Who? Carlton. Oh, I think Ross has done a great job. He's yeah, turned he's and a serious coach, mate. So, serious and, coach. Yeah, we were talking about, just we mentioned before about um, coaches that have been tried and not been successful. He was tried for five years at Brisbane and not successful. But went back in. He's gone back in. Yeah. I had my doubts, questions on him, question marks on him, and right now they're doing a super job and they are a dangerous team and I think what's interesting is oh. uh, there's one other who left Port Adelaide as well to go somewhere else I think to West Coast it might have been Schofield um, maybe uh, I'm just trying to remember who the other assistant yeah. coach was who's left Port Adelaide and that's why they think old um, Uncle Kern who's got no idea has been left exposed uh, he's not because exposed, he's, mate. Yeah. They were zero and five, and there's still a chance to make the eight. Yeah. Well, they no won, chance, they right. won eight of their last eleven. Mm. Yeah, it's not yeah. bad. Mm. 
Biggest disappointment? There's another team that's um, 8 out of 11, but of course you, you think the whole place is burning down, but we'll get to that. We will. What about the other end? Biggest disappointment for the year? Biggest disappointment? Mm. Oh, well, the doggies have got to be... Doggy's got to be the biggest disappointment so far. I can't believe that coach is not being spoken about around Tata. I think he will be in the climate soon. He has had a horrible year, mate. They've been embarrassing since uh, five minutes ago. And he has too, mate. Last year's grand final. Uh, Nothing seemed to change. The clientele in the middle of the ground doesn't change. And they were the problem in the grand final. And they've still been a problem all year. And it hurts both ends of the ground. And they're getting smashed. They got smashed last weekend. (coughs) Ten goals. The natives are restless there, that's for sure, I reckon. My God. For me, it's um, Essendon. They made the eight last year. You would have thought they were an upward trajectory and they're equal, you know, they're third last on the ladder right now. How can that be more disappointing than Port Adelaide and the Bulldogs? Who are ensconced in the top four. Um, either of those teams, Port or the Bulldogs, really, Port should have played in the grand final. They choked yeah. again um, in, a, in a preliminary final. Um, so based off that and, and the list that they respectively had, but for them to fall to the to the levels that they have, neither of those teams are playing finals. Well, you don't know that. No, Both they're not playing out. finals, mate. So, well, so as they sit out. right now, um, no chance. Well, if, they, if, 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 if Port Adelaide if, finished 12th, you'd say it's been a massive fall. If you didn't have nuts, fall, you'd but... be my, um, my auntie. Yeah, well, I, I, well I'm Port not... have got Melbourne, Geelong, Collingwood and Richmond for their last six. Port would be a chance to beat Melbourne this week in Alice Springs. And... Well... I wonder if we could just use some of that um that that multi that you keep you keep finding a bonus bet, Shano. Uh, maybe you can put it on. <laughs> put I it actually on. have increased the balance by about fifty-seven dollars, so you yeah. can use that if you like. Chuck okay. it on, mate. Yeah. Do that multi, but not on not but on not, not on Port the, Adelaide. They're not yeah, dead yet. Not those All the bricks. Well, who's your biggest mate. disappointments? I just told you, Port. I just said well, doggies. Take your pick, mate. Port or Bulldogs. Either well, doggies playing the grand final. And no, good, mate. Mate, not even my top eleven teams. They're, what are they sitting twelfth on the ladder or something? Twelfth, thirteenth. I don't know where they are. Who? Doggies, where are they? Tenth. Game out of the eight. Yeah. Now, although the expectations weren't high, do you reckon this mob's flying under the radar? Adelaide, they've got a... Do you deliberately skip the point? Hey, no, no, I just thought because we're talking negatives, we'd um, we'd just continue on with the flavour of Adelaide, mate. Under the radar as in disappointment? Under the radar as in they're going okay? No, they're uh, they're a disappointment, mate. Major disappointment. They've been for a couple of years now. Yeah, I know, no, but uh, they started off okay. Um, and they have fallen away badly. And when you look at that list, and and how some of the the so called I mean, remember the excitement around that Rochelle? They were saying after he kicked five goals in that first round, oh my goodness, you know, it's not going to be Nick Dacos, it's not going to be Horn Francis, um, it's going to be Josh Rochelle, and he hasn't touched it since. You know who I like at Adelaide? I think uh, who could be a super player. And I wonder whether it's the coaching staff that's there that hasn't helped him. Is that Fogarty? Number 32. Oh, he's got huge potential, that kid. Yet really? He just hasn't come on. Don't know the kid, obviously. We're here, but I just... I what do you like about him, Shana? I just think he can be dynamic. He's He can mark, he's good at ground level, he's aggressive, he's fast. He's got a lot of attributes, but... The best ones is kicking. He's a beautiful kid, yeah. yeah. But he just hasn't gone to the next level. And sometimes that's the coaches, the assistant coaches, the panel. They just haven't taken him there. Which then you go towards the club itself, the whole list. They've been disappointed for a, well, long, they've got, time, if for a you, long time. If you believe that, then Phil Thorpe, um, who's the other young up and... And look, they take a bit longer, but mm. he's got a bit. But they keep relying on 
freaking text and they've signed him up for another year. Mm. If I if I were them, I would have let him go. Mm. Try and try and get get something for him now, mate. See ya. Um, text Walker if that's what you're relying on, mate. Um, they know. can't score either. They got no, their midfield. They I mean, well, their, he's, he's their midfield at best is pedestrian. To his credit, but yeah. um, they'd certainly go towards him. I don't know who's going to um, take Matt Crouch because they're saying he's tradable. To who? Like who? Who take him? Mm. They, they, they have been he's a, dad, a club like St Kilda would take him. No, they took his brother. Yeah, they'd probably take him as well. No, well, you can't have two. You can you can have one slow Crouch. You can't have two slow Crouches. <laughs> Give me a spell, mate. I reckon you know that, that thing that there's this um I didn't the puma, say I would, I said there's the they, Puma Cat, right? They, they at three would. quarter time in Richmond games you can race the Puma Cat. I reckon I'd have a chance of beating the Crouch Cat, mate. Those, those two um, running around the outside of the boundary line. Give me a spell. Taylor Walker's got thirty one goals. Now on a positive, Shane, we love this team. I didn't say much on Saturday night, but the Gold Coast, they continue to come, mate. They continue to come. Come, come, what, come where? They're eight and eight. Well, they're going better than your mates at um, Port Adelaide. Um, they got more upside than um, Port Adelaide. They're on Adelaide. the same points as Port yeah, Adelaide. They got more upside than Port Adelaide. Well, I don't think so, but you, you guys, there's something weird about your connection to that footy club. Are they higher than Port Adelaide, they're, mate, at the moment of the ladder? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they yeah, are. That's what I thought. Well. Yeah. Yeah. So they're doing well. I keep mentioning them, saying they have huge potential, and they are showing it. Okay. So they've got over the top of a team that is predicted to make the grand final yeah. in the Tigers by the Turtle. Mm. Yeah. And they've got to overtop them and give them a good head start. They are City, they've had won eight wins, on eight wins already. They only won seven last year. They've six games to go. And who are their matches text you've got? Will they beat Essendon at Marvel? Yes. Big chance. Okay. Absolutely. Will they beat Brisbane at the Gabba? Absolutely. They're no good Brisbane. Hawthorne in Tassie? Yep. yep. Geelong at Metricon? Mm, probably not. Metricon? North, maybe not. Maybe. Maybe. It's up no, there. Keep going. They've only got three North, hard games out of North of Marvel, everyone yeah. beats them. Yep. Although this week might be different with a change of coach. Keep going. And West Coast. There's another win. Well, they, they, they would need four wins and percentage to get into the eight. Well, they won't win two more for the year. They'll win more than two. All right. All right. How many rounds in the year? There's six 22, to go. Mate. Six to go. 22. So how many? What was the past? They'll win two or any more than two. I think they'll win two more, but that'll be about it. Right. How, how, what's a good year for them? If it's the start of the year, you two. If, if you told me they'd end up ten and twelve, I would have thought that's a that's yeah. a real good step improvement. Yeah. From where they what? were. What? Yeah. From they where they were. Two, they win ten or eleven games. I would have thought, yeah. yeah, that's a pretty good game. Yeah. That's nearly a fifty percent improvement in games, mate. From last year, they had seven. They won seven, mate. Yeah. Been horrible for their entire existence in the competition, despite a whole heap of assistance. Yeah. So worse than North. Uh well, over the over the last. Ten years, yeah, absolutely, they've been worse than North. Yeah, okay, all right, because you were pretty hard on North being like a cot case, so... Well, they are, but yeah, they're, they're not far behind. Oh, well, they, I'll tell you what, they've, they've signed Stuart Jew, that's interesting. Well, what's in that um, sugar-free coke, mate? My that's God. interesting. You need some sugar you in here, mate. Yeah, 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 no, just silliest you're just dropping, mate. Hang on, you've said some silly statements over the years, right? That is the silliest. Yeah, no. They'll be lucky to make the eight in the 2020s. Gold Coast. Mate, we're going to have to wrap oh, this segment mate. up, mate, um, because we're running right over time, mate. But I, I two things I want to mention, mate. Um, I, I posed a question there for you. Mm-hmm. Shay Bolton. Yeah. Uh, tell me why he's not the best player in the AFL at the moment. Because he's not Brayshaw, he's not Petrarca, he's not Oliver, mm. he's not Jeremy Cameron. There's a, there's a, he wouldn't be in the top so 10. He, so is he a match winner? Oh, well, hang can on. Can be. Hang on, hang on. Yeah, he can be. Hang on. So. 
Uh, I've been spreading this kid for a little while. Mm. Love him. So let, let's he, get some common sense here, shall we? He is a super, super player. Ground level, in the air, yeah. defensively. Not strong breaking tackles. I think he tries to take on too much at times. Uh, probably should have kicked more than 31 goals so far for the year. Is that what he's up to? For a small fort, 31. So yeah. he's had six games where he scored more than three goals, Shane? Well, he kicked three the or other, more. The other week he kicked five behinds and should have yeah. kicked four goals one. Um, mate, the kid can do anything. Oh. Absolutely. So he's one of the best players. He's in the top, easily the top 10 players. Consistency. Clayton Oliver, for me, is the best player. Um, but he he's up there. He, he's potentially right out number two. Mm. There you go. Super Mate, just watching him on Saturday night and some of the stuff he was doing against big blokes as well. Yeah, what he, he's definitely the best player in the AFL in the first half. So following the team, <laughs> he plays really... So on, on Saturday night and like a few other games, he scored three, his three goals in the first half. Um, he's actually not as good as he should be defensively, Shane. Um, he's actually not as good as he should be. And he's, he's, he'd be the biggest hog in the AFL too. Right, and, and that cost us a goal in the third quarter where he had a, a, a Joe the Goose waiting for him and he decided to take the bloke on and he got caught. Mm. And he's one of these players where, because he's so evasive and elusive and like Dusty, as soon as someone just lays a hand on them, the umpire just, oh no, that's holding the ball, mate, mm. because um, someone's actually touched you. So anyway, which is a great segue into the fact that the, umpire, the umpiring needs some serious review and Richmond should be suing the AFL, mate. And they've been poor all year, the umpires. Oh, in, in most mate. games. It was definitely in Richmond games. Who's in charge of the umpires? Oh, mate, Scott. Well, yeah, ultimately it falls yeah, under right. Brad Scott. Yeah, yeah, is, is that guy actually any good at any job? The, the umpires through their training, coaching, running, their whole development. Uh, the guy, the ex-Essendon guy. Um, Dan Richardson. Dan Richardson. Right. Yeah. But I think there's still so another one who does the coaching. For the AFL, so it's yep. a Brad Scott and or somebody else. Yep. Yeah. They should be shot. Yep. Yeah. Well, uh, Hayden, was Hayden Kennedy. The umpires, as him. you know, will just do what they're instructed yeah, to why do. Why did Hayden Kennedy leave, mate? He wasn't a fan of old hot, was he, mate? No, he, he had a different view about how the. It's like managing a list. It's kind of the 19th club, right? He was really had some concerns about their ability, and the AFL and Hayden had different directions about the future. But they've been, they've been poor. It's easy to knock them, but they've been poor in more games than they've been good. So it's, it's one of the biggest challenges for the AFL is to get that group up to the standard we've become accustomed to. They've they, they got some serious work to do. If they were a footy club, they'd be in Adelaide or in North Melbourne right now. And, and the AFL to come out and say all those decisions against Ginnivan were correct. I mean, yeah. he, he had, I mean, look, you can question the technique, all that sort of stuff, but the reality Selwood is... Selwood does it all the time. Oh, I know, mate. I mean, but hang on, he's from Geelong. So... They're doing I mean, seasons, spell, mate. You know. And like the other one that I just got picked up on one of the footy shows, on I think it was on that first crack. So one of the more frustrating things, I reckon this, um, the, having the nominator in the right, I think is the most stupid thing that we do from a time-wasting point of view. It, right? So during COVID, they took the decision, we're going to have this minute or half a minute, whatever it is. It's more than half a minute because they don't start the 30 seconds until absolutely all clear. Oh, given and the bounce down flies running back up with the ball. No, no, after oh, a goal scored. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then you've got 30 seconds, which is really because runners aren't allowed on during a quarter. They give them a bit of time to do all of that. Okay, so that's fine. But the waiting, the boundary umpires and the central umpires, the amount of time they wait for Ruckman to nominate, just get the ball and throw it up and just make sure only one person from each team competes. They don't have to nominate. Yeah. So there was, they waited 17 seconds in a game the other day for Goldstein against Collingwood to run from near, near half forward down to the back pocket to, to ruck. Now, 
of course, old mate um, Six Acres has rung his brother and said, you can't do that in Geelong games. And then they showed a similar one in Geelong games because, of course, they've got the most aerobically fit like blitz halves. And good on them. This is a competitive advantage. If you're that good that you can get your, your the correct bloke at the right spot at the right time, then the umpire should ball it up. Yeah. So, on average, Geelong games didn't have the same same amount of time they were taking for umpires to throw the ball in. And they reckon that um, someone's had a word to old mate Brad. So well, I think what was that designed to do? Why don't you just throw it up and who cares if 10 well, go third, up from each team? Third, third man, up. The third man yeah. up. But what was yeah. the problem with that? Oh, I they think, didn't like it. It was unfair to the Ruckman. So, yeah. I don't think that's a bad thing. Like, let well, just two blokes go up. Only any two can go up for a mark. Okay, mate. Now, now you're being silly. But, no, no, I'm just so, saying. What was wrong just, with the third stop, person up? It's a stop play situation. But right? the so that's it. Man, just ball the, throw the ball up. And yeah, throw if, it in. And if a, an additional player gets into the contest, yeah, exactly. free kick to the other team. Yeah. It's pretty easy. This stupid thing. Maybe it's as much for the oh. players as it is the umpires. Turtle, Tex, are you ready? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll throw it up now. Yeah. Hang on. Off. Todd's yeah. just nominated from the half-back flank. We give him seven yeah. seconds to I do the 50-metre sprint. And then if it's, a, if it's a horrible throw-in for no, the good umpire... No one's allowed to touch into the ruck. That is well, just ridiculous. Just they're, they're not the issue. The boundary umpire's throwing the ball is not the issue. It's where the ruckman are standing that's the issue. The ruckman are standing way further back than, than they've ever stood. The boundary umpires can't possibly throw the ball that far. That's why you see them ball after ball. No, no, but every that's game a tactic to run in, though. Now. Allowed, and they're they're not getting there. Allowed, the ball that's or the case. ruckman? The ruckman is not Yeah, well, that's the because ball. they've misjudged a run-up like you are tonight. Correct. The problem is umpires aren't using logic to mm. make decisions. And if they're so far back uh, to Ruckman and you happen to be the smaller on baller, grab the ball cool. and let you go. Smaller yeah, on no, Get you up. That knocks uh, more. Hey, I didn't. Tex, I think Shane's up and about and, and he's ready for his, for his own segment, Ooh. mate. All right, so shall we move into that? We should. Morwood, a chance here for Collingwood. Shane Morwood puts it back. Oh, magnificent goal by Morwood. Now... Part of the contract for Shano was that Bag of no, no research and lollies. Uh, and now that you're on your no sugar diet, that's very impressive, Tex. Mm. Uh, so Shano, thank just, you very much. Yeah. Um, so you're up first, mate. You've got the big question. And, and um, I did say to Shane before you turned up, he was a bit toey tonight, mate. He looked a bit tired and weathered after um, changing nappies and being up, up all night looking after Bobby Boy. And he was worried about your big incisive questions. So what have you got for well, him, mate? I, I, it's, I need some help. From you. Mm. Mm. So I'm going to open with a comment and then a question. And I need you to help me. My comment is the wingman, the position of wingman is just irrelevant and I, I don't get it. My question is what makes a good wingman and what is the purpose of the wingman? What is the role that the wingman plays on an AFL ground? Because I don't understand it and I'm not sure that wingmen actually uh, are valued and get the publicity that is. I couldn't name a wingman in the competition. So my question is, oh, what the bloody hell do they do? Melbourne had a pretty good one. Robbie Flower? No, I'm talking about the last <laughs> two years. Ed, Ed Langdon runs 20 kilometres every What's game their and role? gets possession. Camden McIntosh. They're like link players. McIntosh. Marlon Pickett. Been super player. Um, what do they still do? Side bottom this year. Still side bottom. This year has had a really good year uh, playing on the wing. So and what they do they hold do? Their position really up. They're link Nick players. Dacos? I'm talking yeah. to Shane. Yeah. They, well, they're on their link players. They start on the opposite they're sides of the square. When and they do are what? ineffective is when they get too deep into either their defensive fifty or their forward fifty. So when the ball's coming out of both ends, there's no one there. There's too big of a gap. 
So they're they not always place. Like, they're going to hold their position. Between so the 50s. Yeah. Okay. And also their width. They can push much. into the 50 metre arc either end, mm -hmm. but they don't want to get too deep. They are their link player. Well, one of the things that um, I think it was Hawthorne implemented in terms of a tactic against Langdon mm. was they wanted to make sure whoever their person was tagging Langdon, because they tagged Langdon, um, stayed on oh, the right. inside of Langdon. So he had to be boundary side the whole time and they kept him, they kept him out. So is their role when the ball's bounced under the 666, are they expected to go into the centre and help win the ball out of there? No, it's an assessment-based situation, so I, there'd be no expectation. Depends on who wins the ball, them, Just when you're the, his teammates or the opposition. Depends so when you're does. my coach and yep. I'm your wingman, yep. when you're reviewing my Stick game, what, what, what are you looking for out of me that I've done to impress you as your wingman? Depends what the original role is, but <laughs> there's my point, Jane. No, no, there'd be no, no, no. So there's certain things. So, like, if it was a Melbourne team, for example, right? Hmm. Ed Langdon would not be going in towards that because more often than not, Oliver or Petrarca would win the ball. Or um, what's the skipper's name? Number seven. Um, for who? Viney. Viney. Oh, Viney would win it, right? Yeah. So Ed would be going further out, pushing towards on a forty-five degree angle towards their goals because he'd potentially handball receive okay, yeah. and dragging his player out of that situation so it's open air, open space for any other one of those three players. So, yeah. so I love learning, as you know. Yeah. So mm. that, their, their effectiveness is typically between the 50s and their link players. Mm. Well, thank you very yeah. much. Well, the interesting one with the Hawthorne situation, how they defended Langdon, he's often running the boundary line as it is, but they just made sure that he was anywhere near it. They would push him across the line if, if possible and close him up. As we saw a little bit of Geelong close them up on, uh, was that Friday night or Saturday night? When Thursday they night. Thursday night, was it? There you the, go. the Richmond wingmen play more defensively, so they'll, they'll, they'll use them as an extra extra back off. And, and both uh, McIntosh and particularly Pickett, um, his marking has been really good hmm. in terms of the season. And Brandon Ellis, when he played at Richmond, was, and he's doing the same he's role. He's doing the same role. The same. But McIntosh, like, he, you'll see him, it, like, he, I don't know how many goals he's kicked this year. But he'll, every now and then, he'll kick a few goals because he, he'll read the play really well, McIntosh. He's a workhorse for Richmond. Mm. But he might go deep at either end sometimes, which is not that More unusual. defensively. Yeah, correct. But he can take marks and kick goals yeah. from him. So he's a very, very good player for Richmond. He's almost not under, allowed to under go... Eight, understated. Oh, yeah. He's rarely allowed inside the forward 50. Yeah. Um, You've helped me out. Thank you very much. Is that it? Any yes. more? No, not from me. Any more? Come on. What chance... That Jocko would would if he was offered the the North Melbourne job, that he'd take it. I would say he's ready for senior footy again. Yeah, or he's not interested in senior footy. No, he's interested. Is he? Yeah. Well, I haven't spoken to him since well, today's like announcement, him. but um, he's always interested in being the senior coach. I would say ninety five percent if they rang him. So his old protege, um, Kane Corns, is running it. A strong campaign. I would have thought Kane should should have been his best man at his wedding, not you, mate. But um, how hard he's pushing that campaign. Right, it's almost as hard as what Tex was pushing for Josh Rodenberg. Um, I'd just say I'd call a Siri. Siri, can you can you give me North Melbourne football club's phone number, please? And I'll ring whoever answers. I'll speak to whoever answers and I'll say, hey, on and, behalf of Mark Williams, and what Port about Adelaide Premiership coach, the only Port Adelaide Premiership coach, Ken Hinckley won't be a Premiership coach at Port Adelaide. And the follow up. Is um, how long would it take for you to send your resume in when he wants you to come onto the panel as a development coach? I'm guessing I won't even have to do a resume. 
Oh, hello. Jesus. Oh, you just oh, walk straight in. Let me tell you, that's it. Come on, I've got this roll for you. Mm, wow. There's a scoop. There we go, mate. Uncovered with my unprepared question text. Until next week. I'm okay. just saying. Until next week. He did ask me if I was interested in another role down at Melbourne. Did he? Mm. Well, look at look at this. Hello? He's doing a bit of public Hello? advertising there, mate. Maybe for next uh, week. Ma I don't think we need right? to do one of those around um, Shane Moore yeah, consulting. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll text. Hey, where's this once ago? Very good. Good job again, coach. And I want to look him straight in the eye, and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no-good, rotten, four-flushing, low-life, snake-licking, dirt-eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood-sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, worm-headed sack of monkey shit he is! I'm laughing because I'm not angry. I'm, I'm laughing because the stupidity... The chickens have come home to roost. Can you believe what our 2022 Australian of the Year has done? That, <laughs> that dopey, fraudulent drunk has, has... I can't believe... People think I'm making this up. I can't believe this wasn't front-page news. The bloke has publicly used a sex toy on his girlfriend while on, in a restaurant in the UK. This is the Australian of the Year in the UK. So this is different to his supposed um, thing that he did a couple of weeks ago on the plane. What was, was that? He on the plane? What, what? Doing something similar, was it? The bloke is a fuck up, <laughs> and 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 we just tolerate it. Why we allow this imbecile to? It's embarrassing that he got the Australian of the Year award, but now that he's been given it and he got it in well, January, no, he's not. He's not embarrassing. He got the award. Well, I think it is, but but well, go, go on, come on, mate. But, you're off the long but my point, you. my point is now is that he has become the imposter that he is. He should hand back that award. You can't have your Australian of the Year, who people look up to, using a sex toy on his girlfriend in a restaurant overseas. It is a disgrace. It's an embarrassment to this country, and he should be stripped of that award. That is part A of the tirade. Well, was he stripped when he was performing with the? Mate, you, well, you wouldn't know. The bloke, the bloke's got to stand up and be counted. I think he should be. Well, you can't do that, Kenny. Yes, he can. <laughs> he should sit in front of the committee, and he should be um, questioned as to <laughs> which, <laughs> which, <laughs> which committee not, with Michael Christian. This is not funny, mate. This is not <laughs> funny. This is straight into the year, no, publicly saying. disgracing Seriously. himself. Yeah, he's, I told you he's no good. I agree. He probably should. If he gets a medal, whatever it is, the award, bring it, put it back. <laughs> Part two of the tirade. I can't let this go. Part two. The Richmond Footy Club. <laughs> we we can't we can't condone this any longer, Shane. I've been banging condone on about what? this. Condone what? That, that they are irrelevant now for twenty twenty two. Let me the just tell you. Or Shane, percentage out of the eight. Shane, we're in the eight. They've they got go. two things See going how against move them. Quickly? They've got two things going against them that any football pundit could realise. They don't have the hunger or the desire, which we've spoken about. Their discipline problem has never, ever, ever been more prevalent than it is now. Do you know, this is a fact, they've given away 34 50-metre penalties this year. The next team that's given away anything near it is West Coast at 22, and they've given away 15 goals because of their poor discipline over the course of the year. So it's a fact that they have... Oh, shit, 15 goals... No, but has it cost them a game at all? At times. Well, it, well, it cost them this one. 
If you go back and watch the tape, forget yeah, that they were... Jaden Short gave a silly one. 40 um, points up in a game that then they beat back and to be undisciplined in the last five minutes. They are... They've lost the hunger. It's losing a West Coast earlier in the year, mate. They, they don't deflect to Collingwood. I'm not. They've lost the hunger. They've never had the discipline. And it's time like blokes of that club to walk away from it at season's end and do the team thing or the club be brave enough to axe them and help them move along like... Rewalt and Cochin particularly, whose time's up. I'd be staggered if Dustin Martin stays at the club because he's already indicated that he personally doesn't have the hunger. And now you've got Tom Lynch, who's got... Who did he indicate rep- ...haven't finished, repetitive uh, soft tissue injuries, and, and they're going to be without a Ruckman for a month. So let's not give them any more airtime. They they'll be lucky to make the eight. They certainly, you must be embarrassed about your comments for them to win the flag. They are statistically ill-disciplined. And they're emotionally disconnected from each other and the prize. Thanks, mate. Thanks. Should we go on to Twitters of the Week channel or do you want to respond? Yeah, can I just, I'm going to put a comparison to Nick Kyrgios mm. and Richmond Football Club. Oh, please, Shadow. No, no, it just seemed like we don't know. And Nick was going off on Sunday night having a crack at it. looked like he was having a crack at his support team and all that and talking away. Still doing aces, still playing all right, still playing good quality. Whether it affects him negatively or positively, or could he have won another point if he didn't go off, right? I'm not condoning the undisciplined, but the point is, it just may get them going. It may, I, if my recollection is correct, 2020, you were bagging the Richmond Football Club with their undisciplined hmm. Lost the hunger. Players. Yeah, yeah. They won Should the flag. Careers. They won the flag. Yeah. No, they had more hunger then. Oh, how do you measure well, it, mate? Like, how do you yeah, measure sure the difference? Like, I'm just saying sometimes yeah. you, clubs or individuals do things that aren't right, yet somehow get them fired up and they, they play good quality Well, this football. is not firing them up. No, but they've played very good quality football this year. When have they done that? Well, they're, they're in the eight. So you've, you've chosen to select certain and, and, stats. And at times, they've had patches through, and they've obviously had a patch on Saturday night, whenever they play. Shame. No, no, shame. They've done it three or four times this year, as to have other clubs this year. They've been in winning positions and collapsed. And other teams have got run run ons. We spoke about this a few weeks ago that how many teams this year have got massive run ons and the opposition have failed to be able to stop that. Mm. I don't know how that's happening. It just has. I'd love not, to share not, a side of it. I'm not washing down the discipline. They have been undisciplined. I get it. The stats show fifteen goals. That's not good. But at this stage they're still sitting in the eight and their run home looks pretty soft. They're hanging on to the eight at the minute. They'll beat Lions, they'll beat Port. Not sure about Frio, and I bet the other two, three teams are going to play. Well, so I don't think they'll beat. Paul they'll probably win five, Se- seven, and three. They'll, the they'll potentially team, win four or five the of their last six. Combine eleven points and four of their four or five of their last six. That will give them thirteen and a half to fourteen and a half wins. Yeah. They'll play finals. Mate. I'd love to have a cider with you both, more so you than him, and watch a game and just stop the tape every time someone in that team does the selfish thing versus the team thing. Mm-hmm. It was It's happening more and more every week. They're becoming a bunch of individuals whose arrogance is overplaying whatever instructions they're getting. And you can see if the coach... Does, I mean, how many times are we going to hear the coach say, great coach, premiership coach, I'm not knocking him. I'm surprised by his continual drivel that he feeds back. We've got to be better than that. Yes, we're undisciplined at times. We're aware of it and we're working at it. Well, what do you want him to say? Start dropping blokes. Start dropping blokes. Okay. All right, mate. You can if, if it gets worse over the next six weeks, then they won't make fun. I won't be talking about them again. No. Oh, thank and God I, for that. I just remember after round three, 
you wanted to bet Carlton not to make the finals. Yeah. Did I'm still have, not convinced they'll make it. Did you have that bet? No, I'm still not convinced they'll make it. Thank God, mate, our golf really? weekend's still alive, Shane. They've won 11 yeah. games. I, you know, I get that. Mm. I get no that. credibility, mate. You're an idiot. <laughs> now, everybody's favourite segment, mate. In fact, I was getting bumped into at, um, at Metricon Stadium on, on Saturday twilight. <laughs> By people. You're a coach and text, aren't you? Especially when the, um, everyone wanted to participate in those videos, even that couple who wanted to show us their fish and chips instead of those bloody dumplings that um, Nugget was having um, at the football. I said, come on, mate, this is, is this what they serve up at the Gold Coast? We couldn't find a pie come hell or high water, mate. I was out for dinner, and those that I was having dinner with, someone mm. said to me, the coach in Tex is active on Twitter. I thought, you've arrived. You've actually landed a blow. You have? <sighs> what can I say, mate? It was... Um, this is all of your doing. All of your doing. Significant views on the videos too, mate. You can just go in there and have a look. I think um tried to get Johnny Ralph wound up about it too, mate. What are the numbers like? Huh? The, the tweet no, yeah, he you you do the activity. I don't know. What the... No, no, you, you, you just go in there as a if, if you go in now? and if you just go in there you'll see. We had non binary. Hey? Have we got these now? I know you're getting confused, Shane. <laughs> one's our Twitter handle and one's the, the stats for the actual listening of the podcast. <laughs> Don't you have to declare where you are? <laughs> Not on Twitter. Um, particularly if you've, just tweets. If you've got a it's burner account like Twitter. Dirty Tech. Right? Uh, out of control, you mate. Tweet. Right? Uh, but Nugget, Nugget was, uh, it was almost like he was reapplying for his job. Um, well, we need to review his job. He, he, he did have some He's comments under, about the mildew the on the ground. I was going to say, was the mildew evident? <laughs> uh, well, it was, was tonight. Was here two weeks ago. <laughs> I found it very quickly. <laughs> and tonight, mate. Well, and I've I got my screw-ins on Screw-ins only, mate. Screw-ins only at, at the um, at the Denny. Got a grip. I'm just looking now. You see poor Tiger going down those steps tonight. I'm He's, scrolling through the, the tweets. He didn't even step. I, I got uh, Mr Wish Beanbag reached out via Twitter during yeah. the week. He had a crack too, mate, on Saturday night. He's in my camp. He he too is horrified about Nate Ockley. He, he doesn't quite understand what all the fuss is about. So two plank Mike, how would he be tonight? Relieved, I think. Relieved. He'd be a chance. He do, he'd, well, he would be. Um, he'd be a I chance because he, he takes cash for anything. As we speak, he's um, hovering around Arden Street uh, <laughs> trying to hock his sons who haven't played local local footy for about three yeah. years. Correct, mate. Correct. Get, spot on. Yeah. He's a spot on. <laughs> that would be the case, mate. Um, he's half a chance. But I'll tell you, I did get some feedback from Bobby from the Mont. About? Um, well, I think he listened to one of the episodes and he's now... Floated it with his colleagues in the band, the Sacred Cows, Grand Final Week. Um, he was absolutely appalled at that Mike, new Mike Brady song. Have you seen that? I, the, I saw the, that. The Carlton Draft or whatever they run. Shane, I reckon you should get nominated for that. On the Carlton Draft? The Carlton Dad? Draft. No, no, the Carlton Draft What's on for? Fox, where they have ex-players going out playing, playing one-off matches. Oh, yeah. Come on, mate. Well, I'll tell you, Nugget, I, he'd be disappointed if I didn't tell him that. He, he's turned up for a father-son night. At, um, at Hawthorne. Hawthorne have invited a bunch of ex-players, right? So he was amongst the luminaries. Nick Holland, Lance Piccioni, Slim Whitman. Piccioni? Um, um, what was the Rick event? Ladson. We actually should mention Paul Deere passing away. Oh, no, no, we should. Shane, this is the joke segment. Why, why would you dampen everything by that now? Why wouldn't that have come up at the start of the episode? Well, that's right. Why didn't it? But I, how can I now? We'll put it on Twitter, Shane. 
valet Paul Deere. Very nice man. Uh, he, he, he was, very mate. Nice he man. was. Um, but Seriously, this he is, was a very nice man. So, <laughs> so um, well, mate, uh, Jesus, mate, get the tissues out. I'm, I'm about to start soaking it up. Uh, we're trying to hang some shit on Nugget here and you, and you start throwing that in. Anyway, there was a bunch of luminaries and they're, they're playing around in Sam Mitchell. He's got a video of it, I'll show it to you. Um, and he's, he sent it to me. He goes, oh, you've got to post this under your handle. I go, you just put it on there, mate. No, 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 I can't do that. Okay, yeah, you can, Nugget. Yeah, you can. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, he... Uh, they play that game where, and you've often done it, where the last person who's got the ball has to have a shot at the goal. Have you not that, where, where they blow the whistle and whoever's got the ball at the time has to have a shot at no, the goal? Really. I reckon they did it at Oskip, and because they're playing with kids and he had his 11-year-old there. <laughs> so Nugget's holding the ball, expecting, waiting for the siren, <laughs> waiting for the whistle to be blown by Sam Mitchell so he can have a shot. And he's had, so anyway, he's, he's, he's fucked around with it and he's, he's ended up with the ball right at the end. And, and Mitchell blows the whistle and reportedly, and then verified on video, Nugget runs into the open goal at Bearfell Park and nails the goal. And he's mobbed by all the, all the fathers and sons. And anyway, so Nugget's on, Nugget's on cloud nine at the moment, mm. mate. So he was up and about when he did the pitch report on Saturday night. Looking over the Mildred. He did. And I'm surprised he actually didn't run into... Um, um, Bobby from the Mott, because him and his um, uh, backup singer were up there in um, in Queensland on leave last week. Bobby and the Mott? Yeah. No, Bobby from the Mott. Was up in Queensland? Yes. When you were? No, no, on leave separately. Yeah, but you were on, you were on, you were in Queensland? I was on, I wasn't on leave. No, no, hang on. There's a pattern of behaviour here, Shane. The turtle goes down to Warrnambool. Bobby and the bride follow. The turtle goes up to Queensland. Bobby and the bride follow. No, Bobby oh. and the bride were already up there. Oh, you can justify it however you like. No, 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 I think you've got yeah. some sort of yeah. weird trilogy going on between the three of you. I'm going to get to the bottom uh, of it. Have a look at this, mate. Dirty Tech Center wants in on this. <laughs> throw the keys in the throw the keys in the bowl. Come on, mate. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, very oh, she's, good. She's Another big week in football, boys. She's a bit of a looker. She looks hey. pretty good, doesn't she? Mm. Oh, That's no, you, mate. you idiot. Yeah. Mm. All right, boys. Great session. Shana, where can everyone get involved? At the Coach and Tex. Have a good week, boys.